gentlemen welcome to the Enkin Aberration Tower here in Moscow City another wonderful Sunday evening and of course for those who are celebrating a very very happy Easter and also here in Russia it is Palm Sunday um, right now we're waiting for Beavis and Butthead to arrive but we have of course ready with all the news views interviews reviews and previews of course the news of the day most importantly we've got Mr. Uh, Andrew McLean first of all Andy how are you doing very well very happy Easter to you thank you very much did you get an Easter egg um, I didn't get a chance because my weans had gobbled all of the chocolate before I really got any kind of a look in. Kids, dude, I don't know. What could we do with kids? Okay, we can do lots of things with kids, but I'll tell you something. When you start robbing your chocolate Easter eggs, ask you some you know? Uh, and then some, some, some kid came up to me today and said, um, uh, do you paint your eggs at Easter? 
what he said to me in Russian, I completely misunderstood. I was like, what? <laughs> so it was very, very strange. Okay, we're going straight away to Andy with the news. Andy, what's happening in the world of sports today? World of football. Cristiano Ronaldo has become the first player to win titles in England, Spain, as Italy as Juve scraped to their eighth consecutive title. Fiorentina gave them a good run for it. Um, Chiesa hitting the crossbar. Um, but yes, they are crowned champions. Whereas in Spain, Barcelona re-established a nine-point gap after beating Real Sociedad on Saturday evening. That has now been reduced to six points as Karim Benzema scored a hat-trick today to let, well, cl- close it slightly for Real Madrid, but they're still really hanging on to uh, a bit of a lost thread. Meanwhile, in Holland, the title race is heating up big style. Uh, PSV have levelled it um, with Ajax at the top. Class Jan Huntelaar got the late winner for Ajax this weekend. Who's he played for before? Huntelaar? Yeah. Liverpool? Uh, No. Has he played in the Premier League? I don't think he... Than he has. He, it was Milan, Schalke, you name it. Um, okay, I know he played in the Bundesliga, but I thought he, I, I thought he was well played. Yeah. Okay, okay. He's not good enough for uh, the Scottish Premier, so why should he play in the uh, exactly. English Premier? There exactly. Go. Um, and elsewhere in tennis, Rafael Nadal suffered a shock defeat in the Monte Carlo Masters to Itali- Italian veteran Fabio Fagini. So the drugs do work for Fabio and not Absol- for. Well, oh, and no, no. and Djokovic, who will also not Mr. be Evergreen, in the final. My goodness, he will be against a different Serb in Dusan Lejovic in Dushan. Sunday's final. Dusan, I said Dusan. You said Dusan, did I? Yeah, I take it back. Sorry, okay, Dusan. <laughs> Dusan, if you listen, if you my listening. apologies. Okay, all right. Hope you lose. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's no betting involved, not of course. So, what else is happening? Anything else interesting? Because I know the rugby. We we spoke with the rugby last week. Uh, there was the semi final yesterday and semi final today. The one I saw Leinster playing today, I didn't see much of yesterday because I was playing football outside, but how was it going? Yeah, Saracens cruised through that one, um, 32-16, and Leinster today, 13-12. So as I predicted, both both comfortable wins, and with tri-handicaps there, if you were having a little dabble in the markets. Um, so yeah, they're both into the final. Leinster looking to go for consecutive titles. I mean, Leinster are a very, very strong team. They've got, you know, last year's World Player of the Year, who's actually kind of back and form, uh, Johnny Sexton. But at the same time, Munster, the biggest talking point yesterday was the absolute clown in a pair of moccasins who confronted one like Vunapola, one of the most dangerous guys in the game of rugby, and he squares up to him on the sideline. Well, I think it's the age old. He had it coming to him after his comments the other week of backing what we were talking about last week with the uh, the slightly homophobic Israel, issue, yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. the birth certificates. Um, but yeah, um, seemed to rile him on. Yeah, I mean, but it, it just showed like a, like Munster always had this like oh we're the real rugby fans we're so good we're so good there's idiots following teams everywhere and Munster are no different and this like this guy I think like the crowd actually booed him when he was led away the crowd booed him as he was led away so that's Harrison White so okay idiots are idiots everywhere around the world okay what else is going on what else are we because there was big boxing last night there was a big boxing game yeah a low blow ended Amir Khan's chances of uh, taking a title against Terence Crawford who's of course unbeaten it was slightly bizarre Terence Crawford claimed that Amir Khan just wanted to end it quickly it looked Um, like he gave up though in fairness in fairness it did look like he perhaps gave up but yeah a nasty low blow he said he couldn't continue he couldn't move but uh, he was getting heavily heavily beaten before that he was struggling he, he got hit with an early one in the first round uh, Crawford then got him down and from there on in Amakan was looking like he, he was desperate to get out of there really but yeah Crawford retains the title 
Okay, I mean that, that was that was a tough one, but again, Amir Khan. I mean, he was he was giving away weight, and as well, he hasn't been back. He hasn't been fighting for a long time. Yeah, this is again someone who has won titles across three weight divisions as well. So I mean, it was going to be a tough, tough, tough gig. He says he's going to come back, um, but remains to be seen where he goes from there. Amir Khan. Okay, so that was that, and again, you know, Amir, like he he's he's done his business. He's done well. And do you know one thing I always admire, uh, admire about Amir Khan. He's a, he was always a decent boxer, did win the Olympics, but he, he of course is uh, from Pakistan, but he always said, no, I'm British first. Speaks with a, I think, not a Sheffield accent, speaks with a Midlands accent. Uh, I think it's Sheffield, or, or I could be mixing that, it up that, with that Prince Nazim. Yeah. Uh, no, Prince, yeah, Prince Naz, Nazim Hamid. He was um, Sheffield. I think I think he's Preston or Bolton. Bolton, I think it is. But he's always proudly, I'm British, I'm English, and so on. So... Still, still got to be proud of your roots. Exactly. And I mean, I think I think he always was, but sure, well, that's where it goes. Right. Uh, of course, now we're in the studio joint. Late, late, so they're going to get some capital punishment later on. We have, of course, Alex B. Alex, what Hello. is happening on this day? Tell us, what day is it? Uh, today is the, uh, today is the national, actually, um, there's the Welsh national, um, <laughs> Welsh holiday. <laughs> yeah, that was just holiday. The, the Welsh national holiday. <laughs> so there is a country called Wales and yes, they have there a holiday. Is. There and you then go. they have a national, something's going on in Wales today. We, we stress the word country. Yeah, country. country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. That's a, okay. Peter P, uh, on this day in history, especially in sports history, what has been going on? <laughs> he's falling well, back off the chair. He's still, he's still laughing that he, he still won't believe there's a country called Ways and it actually exists. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, well, Pete, go ahead. So uh, it's sad to say that nothing in sports particularly happened today, but uh, we have a couple of birthdays. First of all, okay, Elizabeth II, the, the Queen of England. Uh, it's her birthday today. Is it, wait, Andy, Andy, is you're, you're British. to hunt her. Is it no? Well, probably. Is it <laughs> is it her official birthday or is it her like? Her Second fake birthday. one. Uh, yeah, I've, she has I've two got, birthdays. I've got no idea. Couldn't give a crap I, I, about I, the royal family. Well, it, it's on Wikipedia. It says it's 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 today. Is so. it her Greek her birthday or a German one? Yeah, she has two birthdays. I, I didn't know that, but that's, the Welsh one. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trusting <laughs> the, the, the. Okay, I'll trust you. Okay, what else? What other birthdays have we got? Well, uh, that's that's all for the birthdays, but just Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, just Queen Elizabeth. You trying to get on Andy's good side or something? His monarch, I, I do. like you know. Yeah. Hey, who is that? getting on my bad side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So, listen, uh, of course, playoffs in the NBA. Alex, that is with you. Uh, we've got also playoffs in the NHL. Peter, if you're ready, fire away. And also, Gagari Cup in the KHL is going down big time. How are your boys, Siskard Doom? I mean, I mean, Gagarin Cup is already finished, actually. I know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> who won it? <laughs> well, can I get a drum roll, please? Somebody. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, then. It was his cave, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was Alex. It, it, was, it wasn't even like a like a hustle. Any hustles over there? Because it was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, it was so all, like, Pretty much. For, uh, I mean, the great last Four game. Yeah, no, yeah, the great last fair game. Enough. But yeah, like, I agree. if you if, if you judge like all the all the games, avant garde haven't like put up a fight at no, all. And you know, I, Peter, I thought we were struggling more with C, S, uh, S, uh, SKA. Yeah, yeah, exactly, SKA, exactly. But, yeah. I, this is the whole thing I looked at. But if you look at Avantgarde, which we said all along, they're playing in Balashika, just outside of Moscow, the, the east side of Moscow, because their their stadium in Omsk is falling down. Could you imagine like the difference? Because that's that's like a home game for Siska. Seriously, I know it's home yeah. game for both, but like if you're playing in Omsk, the absolute manic madness that would be there, like playing avant-garde. I mean, it'd be huge, but they don't have the support. Okay, NHL, how are we doing the NHL? Well, in NHL right now, uh, 
Well, uh, Bruins and Leaves are kind of kind of. I think Leaves beat us in the last game, so I'm really hoping for a bounce back, just because. Al has been roasting me for the past like few days for Leaves Leaves beating us in the third game. Okay, of course they're playing tonight. They're playing tonight yeah, uh, they in are. Toronto, so, in yes. Toronto, and they're playing tonight 10 p.m. Moscow time. So uh, we'll, we will have some updates. I think Peter, you can yeah. give you updates on that. Well, so so I uh, just want to say that uh, Islanders uh, they they are in the in the round two right now. They qualified they're, already. They're, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be facing off against uh, either Capitals. I think I think it's going to be Capitals, honestly. Yeah, with Ovechkin. Yeah, because uh, that Ovi. Hey, uh, what about what do we think of that Ovechkin when he started to fight with the other Russian guy, and he like absolutely battered him? Did you see that? I actually, I actually haven't seen, it, but I think yeah, I've heard about it. Was it was really nasty. It. it was very, very nasty. He got well, him like, what, what, how, wait, did he like just bash his face? Yeah, he did. He got him in the ground. I mean, there was a kind of a bit of a stick work. You know, stick work guys in like he was like the yeah. other guy hit him with the stick and all of a sudden just kicked off. But it looked quite nasty. Yeah. I mean, we'll 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 ask and Andrew Flint is looking at it. We'll we'll um, we'll ask him a bit later on about that. Okay, and what what else in the NHL playoffs? Well, I just wanted to say that uh, other other teams that are in round two right now definitely is uh, Avalanche. Uh, uh, I, I believe uh, the Blue Jackets. They they actually beat Tampa Bay. Ooh, remember remember last time. Remember yeah. last time yeah, I told yeah, yeah. you. Remember uh, before Kucherov was out. Two 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 games. I think maybe yeah. Two games they're winning. Kucherov out for one game and then they lose. Yeah, well you, you did say that. I mean because it was a big one. Okay, so Blue Jackets. By the way, uh, Vegas San Jose. Because uh, a, a good listener of our show and a, a friend of ours as well, he was at the game. Uh, um, Al, uh, Ilya Kings and uh, exactly. oh, no, Knights. Knights is exactly Knights. Knights uh, yeah, they're they're still playing, by the way. So, okay, like, so and not, I think the game. Yeah, the, the, the first game finished three two to the to the Knights. Yeah, and tomorrow night, of course, in Vegas. Oh, yeah, actually, tomorrow morning. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's three two going into the last yeah. game. So yeah, two two a.m. Two a.m. San Jose are in Las Vegas for that game. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's good. Okay, Alex, you have NBA Roundup for us. Uh, yes, <clears throat> it's been a, quite an interesting week. So uh, last week I said that uh, a lot of, well, small teams that are like kind of in the end have won uh, the first game, but we've seen some big teams clap back. So um, first of all, Milwaukee is leading the series 3 nothing against Detroit. Um, so Milwaukee's just been amazing this this whole season, we've seen Giannis really step up his game. So they they were number one in is the he, East. Is, so is now he out of uh, contract this season? Is he going to be traded? I'm actually not sure, but I know it's going to be a huge free agency this season. Yeah, I I, I, I'd seen that. All right, so that, that's yeah. what I wanted to ask you. Okay, sorry, far away. And uh, so Toronto won two back-to-back games against the Magic, so it's two-one in favor of Toronto. Um, Philadelphia collapsed back against the Nets, so it's three-one. So if they win one more game, they're advancing. To of course, get blown out by Toronto in the next. <laughs> oh, what do you, what do, you, do you think? I mean, Toronto. I mean, what the next game is? Uh, it's actually tomorrow morning. It's at two a.m. Yeah. in yeah. Orlando, in Florida. Yeah, can they win on the road? Uh, they already just won a game on the road, so I well, think can they? Can, can they? Because you know, like back-to-back games on the road are pretty tough. You said that last week, by the way, as yeah. well. Like you know, it, 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 the playoffs are completely different to the regular season. Can exactly. they do it though, Alex? But I think Toronto is just um, not to take anything away from the Magic, of course. But uh, Toronto, just in terms of like star power, the way they've played this whole season, I think I don't really think Magic has a chance aside from that home court advantage. Okay, fair enough. Okay, all right. Um, Keep going. So 
Again, the Celtics, they've been kind of underachieving during the regular seasons, but during the playoffs, they've picked things up as much as it pains me to say this, and they're <laughs> leading the series 3 nothing against the Pacers. Okay, Peter, are they Car- going to... It's, uh, it's continue- currently half-time there at the moment. Oh, yeah, what's the score? What's uh, the score? Pacers 49, Celtics 47. 49-47. All right, so, Boston. Peter, are you happy with Boston right now? Uh, I'm, I, I am, I guess. Okay. I am. That's fair enough. I, I haven't sure. been like following them uh, that much because I was watching regarding her. But I, I, yeah, I, I, check, I think I checked the scores. Last time I checked the scores, I was I was good with them. Okay, that's good. Oh, okay, they're, they're actually playing against the Pacers right now. That's so, it. And yeah. just and just had it up. So yeah, 49-47. So, yeah, if they, if they win this game, they're advancing. So of course in the West. Hold on, that means that they're going to win four zero against the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. Good Christ. Okay. The, win, the winner the of that game would probably play the Bucks then. We'll oh, be yeah. Milwaukee then. Exactly. And I don't know. Like now uh, we have. Well, I've said this before. We have four teams in the East. So Toronto, Milwaukee, um, Philly, and uh, Boston, who actually all have a chance of winning. So we don't really know. So uh, it's also been Milwaukee wasn't really part of the equation, but they just came through. Uh, so Giannis has been going off. So, yeah. It's good. Uh, okay. So anything else? Uh, in the West, of course, we have Golden State leading the series 2-1 against the uh, LA Clippers. The LA Clippers, again, they've been just doing amazing. Like We never knew that the LA Clippers are going to do well this season, yeah. but they actually they won one game against Golden State. That, that, uh, that game is starting at 10.30 tonight here in Moscow time. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Oklahoma, of course, are at home tomorrow morning, 4.30 against Portland. Oh, yeah, that's a huge rivalry. Yeah, yeah, that, that uh, Russell Westbrook has been kind of underachieving this whole year, so that's kind of disappointing. But uh, now we also have uh, Denver Nuggets against San Antonio Spurs. Series tied at 2-2. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's, it's actually, it's also a pretty interesting... Uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting game because you don't know who's going to win. Denver Nuggets have more star power, but San Antonio Spurs are coached by the best to ever do it, in my opinion. Who's and, that? of course, uh, Greg Popovich. Okay. And... Um, Houston is leading the series three nothing against the Jazz. So, um, so yeah. Oh, yeah okay, you agree. Okay, folks. Uh, okay, so you reckon uh, of that one, the Jazz, the Jazz are going to go through? No, no. Houston is leading for three nothing. I know, I but does Jazz come back? The Jazz. I mean, as an Italy fan and rugby, I think Jazz is going <laughs> to. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting for you to say Italy. Okay, right. Okay, folks. We're going to have to break. We have a question. Plus seven nine two nine two five one 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 zero five three for fifteen hundred rubles voucher to. Paddies on Belaruskaya. Okay. Who? Okay, who? It's either or. Who was known as the Divine Ponytail? Was it Roberto Baggio or Zinedine Zidane? Okay, we're going to go ahead to the break. We have a song that... Look, this, this is in honour... We're going to typically do this after the break. This is in honour of a guest of the show, a friend of the show, uh, Mr. Eric Stoffel's house. This is Macabor and Ryan Lewis and Ray Dalton with Can't Hold Us. We're back after the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me get up. First shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy up. Glad, moonwalking. And this here is our party. My posse's been on Broadway, and we did it all way. Chrome music, I shed my skin and put my bones into everything I record to it. And yet I'm on. Let that stage light go and shine on down. Got that Bob Barker suit game and Plinko in my style. Money, stay on my craft and stick around for those pounds. But I do that to pass the torch and put on for my town. Trust me, on my I N D E P E N D E 
NT shit hustling. Chasing dreams since I was 14 with the portrait busting. Halfway across that city with the back, 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 question. Labels out here, now they can't tell me nothing. We give that to the people, spread it across the country. Labels out here, now they can't tell me nothing. We give it to the people, spread it across the country. Here we go back. This is the moment, tonight is the night We'll fight till it's over So we put our hands up like the ceiling can hold us Like the ceiling can hold us Can we go back? This is the moment, tonight is the night We'll fight till it's over So we put our hands up like the ceiling can hold us Like the ceiling can hold us Now, can I kick it? Thank you, yeah I'm so damn grateful. I grew up really wanna go punch, but that's what you get when Wu Tang raised you. Y'all can't stop me. Go hard like I gotta hit it with in my heartbeat. And I'm eating at the beat like it gave a little speed to a great white shark on shark. We rock. Wanna go off a car. Deuces goodbye. I got a world to see. And my girl, she wanna see Rome. See, so make you a believer now. I never ever did it for a throne. That validation comes from giving it back to the people now. Sing this song and it goes like. Raise those hands, this is our party We came here to live life Like nobody was watching I got my city right behind me If I fall, they got me Learn from that failure, gain humility And then we keep marching Can we go back? This is the moment Tonight is the night gentlemen welcome back to the studio and listeners i just want to just tell you that we will have andrew flint on later on because i just got a message saying is andrew flint going to be on tonight he will and we will punish him royally as well we will have the quiz as well because i know a lot of people are enjoying the quiz uh steve i want to say one thing to you send me in a question because you're all like you, you take part in our show this is steve and tom where you always take part in our show you always you know give a good laugh to me as well and make sure that like i keep it uh let's just say keep it real so send in a question because you've been slagging us off 
all week. So for next week, I'm going to give you one question. Just don't be about cycling because you know how bad our guys are. Like it's either going to be Cleveland or some other crazy answer. Wales or Italy. Wales or Waterford or yeah. Calgary, Cagliari. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that's that, that's what we have here. Uh, okay, so folks, um, right now uh, we're going to introduce you into the studio just in just a moment. We've got a, we've got a female voice. Yeah, again, we had one last week, of course. And just just so people know, um, last week, of course, we had. When we had, we had Louise Carr, she was on, uh, Swift Girl, uh, the athletics correspondent. The next morning at 5 a.m., she was already in the airport flying to Brazil. So, Louise, I know you listen to us right now in Belo Horizonte, and you're there with a friend of ours as well, you and McKenna, a friend of the show. The journalist has been on us before as well, uh, a couple of times. So, a big, big hello. I don't know how to say, how do you say hello in Portuguese? I don't even know. Obrigado, thank you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, obrigado, thank you. Okay, so, all right, well, hello in Portuguese or ciao, <laughs> I don't know where it is. All right, so, uh, right. Andy, what score updates have we got? Uh, score updates, the Premier League games this Sunday have wrapped up. Liverpool have regained top spot in the Premier League. It may just be a temporary thing, but they are on 88 points after beating Cardiff 2-0. It took them until the second half to break the deadlock through George Wijnaldum and then the James Milner penalty settled it for them. Earlier, big shocks. We had Crystal Palace winning away at Arsenal 3-2, ruining their good home form. And Everton destroyed Manchester United 4-0. 4-0. It was 2-0 when I actually went to sleep. Uh, up until about the 80th minute when I was, had to stop watching, I don't think Manchester United had had a shot on target. The funny thing was people saying, oh no, Paul Pogba, he will come good, he will come good. When? Well, that, that's the thing. He, he, even Louis van Gaal's piped up now saying that uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is playing anti-football, Mourinho football. Who'd have thought that? Listen, but that's... I mean, people call it the United way of football. United had, when under Ferguson... When they had to, they ground it out. Exactly. And when they had Beckham, he kicked long balls forward, usually diagonal, just big punts down the field. They had big, strong centre forwards who brought the ball back and did excellent, excellent midfielders like Scholes, like Keane and so on. And, uh, you know, they had, like, a wealth of talent, like Cantona as well. And, like, so, they, they I mean, weren't a, a I mean, nice the, team to watch. That, that, that game was summed up for me when it went 2-0. Um, it was Gilfie Sigurdsson who was going, man of, he got man of the match today. Uh, Mat, um, Matic stood off him. I just let him have a shot. It was just incredible. I've never seen a defensive midfielder back away like that from someone who this is ridiculous um, it was yeah that, that summed it all up for me today okay well that's United I mean I mean, no matter what they say like what are you going to buy 11 new players for next season well boom, boom. anyway right um, <laughs> we're going to go on uh, before we do uh, that question again who was known as a divine ponytail okay send in your answers to plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. was it Roberto Baggio or was it Zidane Zidane okay so Baggio or Zidane that's all we need to know okay 1500 rubles voucher to patties on Belaruskaya for food and drink right right now in the studio the boys on the far side they're facing me tonight they're facing me they're looking across I see in their eyes I look the look of fear in Peter's eyes the, the, the haunting look that he has when you remember Ain't, ain't, ain't no fear, ain't no fear here. Okay, he's in true. This, in, this, in this dojo, in, I, can, I can just see the lack of remorse in Alan's eyes as we speak. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sad. I mean, he he got what was coming to him in every sense. But I, I'm joking, of course. No, I, I don't know of, what you're talking about. He, like, I mean, I would, I would pour a drink from a bottle for you because you took one for the team. Of course, money for the team, but you took definitely keep that drink under the table, Alan. <laughs> I don't have it on the table; it's on on the ledge behind me. Okay, right, um, boys. In terms of Gaelic football, Mick, like compared with, for example, with football that you both played and basketball, how is it? Is it dynamic? Is it fun? How do you find it? Well, you know, I've, um, I've I've sort of dedicated my life to Gaelic football, so 
Uh, that's that's the sport in that, my life. So yeah, okay. I, w- I went yeah. pro when I was uh, just a little child. Even though it's an amateur yeah. sport, but are you okay, right? So okay, we leave those two boys <laughs> because of course, welcome into the studio. We have uh, she's a phys ed teacher here at the International School of Moscow, and also she is the ladies' captain of the Moscow Shamrocks team, and of course, she is the captain of Team Russia, who will be taking part for the first time ever in the World Games to take part in or take place in Ireland this year, this summer from the uh, is it twenty eighth or 29th? 29th for now, well starting 29th in uh, Waterford so Louis, Louise Laura Gracheffa welcome to the studio thank you Adam okay so of course you, you probably noticed like from her name she's Italian kind of Italian roots um, she, we're going to slag her about that in a moment but she is of course from England but how did you end up taking up Gaelic football uh, it was kind of by accident really I went into school one day and one of the girls there noticed that I had said that I played rugby and I played football um, you know, previously in the UK, and she said, why don't you come along? And I kind of thought, well, it's another string to my bow, and off we go, and now I'm still stuck here, so... Good, good, good. Okay. Okay. Alan removed the gun from her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, she does feel like she's stuck. Um, okay, in terms of as a sport for women, I mean, because mm-hmm. as, as um, Peter found out that it's not, like, it's a pretty rough sport. I mean, Alec, Alex as well, he hid out in the wing for most of the time. I'm going to let my stats be for themselves here, Alan. What did you score? Two. Two points. <laughs> two which, points. which is two more than Peter over here. No, not at all. I actually, I actually had uh, two, two uh, three points. It doesn't matter, actually. Pete. Yeah, I need Are they he, talking about their I, entire yeah, playing I'm, career? Or I think so, one yeah. Match? <laughs> one match, yeah, exactly. Since you went pro. Exactly, since you went pro as a child. No, but in fairness, they did do very, very well down Brunch for the first yeah, time. Yeah. Um, Yes, How, yes, for, but as, as a game for, for women, I mean, mm-hmm. it is pretty, like, it's a pretty much of a tough game. So what kind of contingent, shall we say, do, do you find playing Gaelic football? It is tough, but so are most game-related sports. I mean, to be honest, if you've played volleyball, basketball, football or rugby or any of those sports, you're already set up, even handball. You know, it's a lot of just getting on with it, getting with the ball and just joining in with a bunch of girls or a bunch of men that are all in the same mindset and that you want to score a goal and you want to play on and have a bit of fun. Boys, did you find out that you had like transferable skills? Because I know you both play basketball and both play soccer and I know Peter, you played hockey as well. I don't, Alex, yeah. I don't know if you played hockey or not. Did you play hockey? I, I did back in the day. Growing up in Toronto. The thing is, Al, I think you can uh, agree with me on this one. We found that everybody playing against us lacked the skill to keep up with us. But at the same time, like you play all those games, but in Gaelic football, you're still ta- ta- you're tackling a different animal, yet the same beast. So, oh, I like that. That's very, very good. good yeah. for a Sunday night. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm going to note that you're you're That's tackling a different the same beast. Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> Laura. Okay. Um, Tell us a bit about this at uh, the Russian ladies team because we're gonna we're gonna ask you about your own team a little bit later, okay. Juve. But tell us about this uh, ladies team. So, so the um, second or third closest team to my heart, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, hopefully for so. Listen, <laughs> what's happening with this Russian ladies team? What how are the plans? And so um, what's, we're very what's going fortunate on? in that we will be going to Watford to represent Russia um, at the World Games on the 29th of July until the 2nd of August, um, and we will have a squad of about 13 players. Um, going to represent Russia as non-native Irish people. So, so anyone, these are non-Irish girls? Like non-Irish girls, girls yeah. Or, okay, yeah. fair enough. So anyone who lives and works in Moscow that is without an Irish passport effectively will train and will come together as the team and hopefully we will go out there to represent Russia with a bit of pride and to show that we can hold our own on the uh, big world stage. The idea is to get all the way to the finals and okay. you know, really show people what we can do. How many teams have taken part in this uh, non-Irish uh, section? 
So there's 16 teams in total, making four groups of four. So, you know, we could be the next ones at the top of the uh, group, hopefully, or the top two in the group. Okay. So basically, is it there's two different competitions. Like the, the ones that the top two teams will go through to one competition, mm -hmm. and the third and fourth will go into another, sort of a, a second-tier competition. plate competition, plate isn't competition. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the aim is to get into the plate and... You know, hope you never know. We might end up in the top competition, but hopefully the plate, and then go from there, and you know, see how far we can get. Given that this will be our first game on the international stage. And where are those teams from, Laura? Where, like, say, so for example, there's uh, teams from Europe. There's teams from Russia. We count as our own team, you know, because okay. we're nice and special. <laughs> um, but it's teams from all over the world. Japan. There's loads of different places in there, all with their women's teams. Um, and at the same time, there's the native one going on. And there's also the hurling and the camogie as well. So, okay, native one is the ones, like, say, for myself, who are yeah. Irish born and bred, but are living abroad. Yes. So, expat, yes. basically. Expat, yeah. yeah. So, okay, that's Irish cool, expat. Okay. Well, I guess for the ne next year, uh, next summer, I think it's in two years, uh, is it uh, two or maybe three years' time? So, yeah. uh, Alex and Peter, you can play for the Russian team two, three no. years' time. In are you for the, for, not for the ladies team, for the men's team. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, well, who knows what happens in the man's, man's life? Yeah. In, that, yeah. in that case, Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm moving on from that. Are you post up or pre up in that tournament? Uh, you know, a bit of both. <laughs> oh, oh no, please, Andy, don't don't start that tonight, okay? I know it's after Watership, so. What's right. on your birth certificate? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, you asked the what's? What's on your Oh, that, that wasn't a yes or no question. No. What is on my birth yeah. certificate? Yeah, that's on my birth certificate is my name and my date of birth. You're not, I, from, you're not from Tasmania. I'm not gender. Unfortunately, no. Not gender. Uh, male. Oh, well, there you go. That's what's on your birth certificate. No, yeah. it got mailed to my house. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm moving yeah, away okay. from this. In a hurry, <laughs> in a hurry. Like the third option. <laughs> third option. Third Undecided. Option. I, I get to choose for terrible man. Easter Sunday jokes. <laughs> my God, oh. we're all going to hell. Okay, right. Laura, yeah. uh, so back onto this. Um, mm -hmm. You're a big fan of Juventus, of course, because your family, yeah. are, even though you're, you're from England, but your, your family are, well, roots are all in Italy. Yeah. Juve just did a double this weekend. They did. They like did. after trying to throw it away, but they did the men's and ladies double. Yeah, in so the men's are on their eighth straight league title. So they are champions with, you know, number eight. And the uh, women are on their second league title uh, with We're Here to Stay. So both. Hold on, with the third league title in a row? No, second in a row. Oh, second so in a row. So it's sorry. Here to Stay. Okay. And the uh, men's is eight straight, eight straight ones. How much of a role do you think uh, bringing Cristiano Ronaldo in uh, has done that to like re reinvigorate the team this year? I think he's had quite a good effect actually. When he first came onto the scene, I thought, oh goodness, here we go, you know, another big name. We've just sold Pogba, you know, we're trying to fill that hole. But actually, you know, he's done quite well. He's brought a lot of uh, commercialism to the side, everything else. I mean, I don't particularly enjoy him, but. You know, most that's just my most ladies wouldn't enjoy him again. He's, <laughs> he's allegedly filled a few of those as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I will season. wait for you to... No, no, move on. Okay, we know what's out there, we know what he did, but let's move on. Okay. One so, of the things that has been an interesting uh, element to Juve this season is the demise of Dybala. I was, yeah. I, was, I was looking at stats comparing Messi and his, his teammates and Ronaldo and his teammates, and Dybala hit double... Uh, I think he hits double figures, yeah. double figures maybe yeah. 16 goals last season. Yeah. He's barely got any this year. And you look at Suarez alongside Messi, scored well over 20 without Messi, kind of about 17. And everyone that Ronaldo, I mean, look at Benzema. Benzema's on fire this year for Real Madrid. Mm. And he was barely ever on the score sheet when Ronaldo was a part of the, part of the starting eleven. It's quite well, an that's, interesting That's the Ronaldo element. effect, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I do think, I, I, as I said, 
many, many times. I've, I think he's. I, I was happy to see him in the World Cup playing, playing against Morocco. I saw the absolute punishment they took. He was getting kicked up and down the field. He still scored a great goal, and he's still a great player. Now, whatever personality, just separate that away, okay? Which we have to do because he, again, he's just a normal. He's a he's a human. Um, is but, he? Are you sure? Well, got a lot of plastic in there, I'm sure. I'd say there's a lot of stuff floating around the system <laughs> that shouldn't be there, but anyway, especially Juve. But, um, uh, you know, he is an amazing player and he's a legend. And I was, I told you before when Tim was there watching, I said, Tim, mm. you'll remember this when you get older. There's loads of people never saw Pele, never saw Eusebio, never saw George Best, uh, never saw Frank McAvenny, but they have seen Ronaldo. So, okay, um, for next year, like, we, Will they have a run then at the Champions League next year? Because that's the thing that is uh, avoiding almost uh, Juve at this stage. They are. And I'd, I'd love to say in my lifetime I'd, I'd be able to see a win, but I really don't think I will. I mean, the fact that Buffon left, you know, X many years ago already, that was the end of my hopes and dreams of Juventus winning the uh, Champions League again. As you soon re- as he wasn't there, I thought, OK, we're done. That's it. You Game finish. over. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, listen, tell us uh, if anyone wants to come along, because I know you were saying before mm-hmm. we got on air that it's still not too late to, to try and stake a claim in the uh, Russian ladies team and even yeah. the Moscow Shamrock team. Yeah. Where and when is training taking place? Alice? So training takes place two times a week. Uh, and on a Sunday in the morning around 10.30 till 12, we have training at FC Locomotive uh, in one of the pitches there. Um, following that on a Tuesday, we have it at the RGSU University in the gym there and outside out there on That's a bit lost in the yeah. 40, okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, there's plenty of opportunity for people to come along and, and join in and just give it a go. Okay, so people can start from zero and just come in and take part? Yeah, you can start from minus one for all I care. Okay, <laughs> Laura, listen, thank you very much. You'll hang around for a little bit to have a chat with us, but uh, thank you very, very much and uh, very best of luck in Ireland. Thank you very much. Okay. So, uh, that was Laura Griffith. You can sing on for a moment because we're going to ask her to sign some things here to make sure that like she doesn't run away with her secrets. Okay, Andy, quick score update before we go to the break. Yeah, uh, Russian Premier League not so long ago. Spartak Moscow put themselves back in the hunt for a Champions League spot with a 2-0 win against Lowly Yenisei. And Ural picked up a big, big win earlier today against Ruben Kinzan. That puts them three points ahead of the relegation zone. Okay, very, very good. Okay, again, plus 7925-1111053. Who was known as a divine ponytail? Was it Baggio or Zidane? Okay, so send in your answer for a 1500 rubles gift voucher to Paddy's on Belaruskaya. We're going to get to the break. We've got a song that's going to, well, it's going to like get you up and going and I do think you're going to enjoy this one this is Tao Cruz and Dynamite we'll be back after break with Andrew Flint Capital Sports with Alan Moore I came to dance, 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 dance I hit the floor cause that's my plans, 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 plans I'm wearing all my favorite brands, 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 brands Give me some space for both my hands, 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 hands You, you, cause it goes on and on and on
Four. Okay, folks, uh, welcome back. That was, of course, Peter P clearing his throat just as we were coming back. Well, not at all, actually. I believe it was some a mysterious uh, man over there outside oh, no, the not, studio. Not the no, it's not you. The guy we roasted last time, he came back. And he's like shouting in your... Maybe he works here. Maybe he has the night shift. Yeah, yeah just, that's, that's, that's one of the possibilities, but there are many. You thought what happened to you was bad in Veronish. Wait till it happens under the dark way home tonight. You know, so <laughs> it's going to be punishing. All right. All right, um, all right. We're going to go across the phone in just a moment to Mr. Andrew Flint. But before we do, uh, Alex, you have something from the NBA you want to get off your chest. Uh, from the oh, sorry, the UFC. Excuse me, you want to go? Well, the NBA currently, the Boston Celtics are playing the Pacers, and it's a very tight game. So they're uh, the Pacers are up by one point right now, so it doesn't just gone level sixty-eight all. Yeah, and all the other games are not really at a reasonable time, so there isn't. They're all like three or four a.m. So I don't think anybody's going to be tuning in. So, uh, okay. but UFC. But yesterday, uh, another UFC pay-per-view happened in Russia in Saint Petersburg. Well, of course, in the beginning of the year, we had UFC in Moscow. But now we had UFC in St. Petersburg, and it was honestly a complete disaster in my opinion because we had the main event, and the main event is obviously it's like the it's like it's like as important as like everything else because if you have like for example Nate Diaz versus like Conor McGregor and have literally every other fight with just like amateurs, people are still gonna go and watch. And yesterday the well in the main event we had Alistair Overeem originally against Alexander Volkov, and it was a pretty even fight but then alexander volkov he had a he medically wasn't clear to fight so they subbed in alexei olenik who um well in many regards many believe that he had no chance of winning that fight and uh of course it's not really the best uh situation because it's in russia and you have a russian fighter who's well the chances are not in his favor to win that fight and of course he lost yesterday and it, i don't think it was the best thing to happen but, well, look, I mean, people are still going to go and watch it. So I, I guess exactly. they're banking on that. They don't, don't care. They're going to churn out as much crowd as possible. Oh, well, yeah. But so. honestly, I think they should have just, like, rescheduled the fight and had, like, something else. Because, of course, the main event is what everybody cares about. And, uh, yeah. But, of course, we had a lot of Russian, like, emerging stars who had a very good night yesterday. And... Uh, so it's going to be great for Russian MMA in the future. Good. Well, I mean, I mean, it has to start somewhere. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Russian fighters in the UFC. We've discussed that before, of course, as well. Uh, right. So uh, we're going to go to the phone just one moment. Uh, Andy, that's 68-68. It's still? Uh, now 70-69 to the Pacers, currently. 70-69 to the Pacers. So, okay. So we're going to go across to the telephone. Um, and before we do, plus 795 your very last chance for this hour to get your 1500 rubles voucher to Paddy's in Belaruskaya. Uh, who was known as the fine ponytail? Was it Roberto Baggio or Zinedine Zidane? Okay, so he's not going to win this prize, but he won lots of other prizes. He already has won lots of other prizes. Mr. Andrew Flint, how are you doing out in two men? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. I've been uh, calming my nerves, ready for the quiz later. Um, I'm determined to reclaim my crown. I've listened. That's that's uh, that's good to know. I mean, I, I just, I'm just, I, I've almost given up on how our guys are doing. Um, how are the nerves after that absolute abomination today? Four nil. Well, you know what? I, I kind of had a feeling this was going to be a bad day, and I actually took my kids out for a walk in the park, and I came back to watch highlights later, and I thought it was a joke, but um, no, this is deadly serious. I, it's a write-off. I want this season to end quickly. 
I mean, uh, there was a, a, a funny tweet from the. Well, it, it was a kind of obviously a mock account of the Europa League. It was like, yo, we're, we're waiting for you to come back to us, to Manchester yeah. United. I mean, uh, listen, is there anything else they can do to try and up the level, or is this how it's going to be? For the next few years because they, they don't have really the cash to go after the likes of Man City or even Chelsea well I mean at the moment no but I think if they are bold enough to actually get rid of most of the Deadwood and I, I mean most of the highly paid Deadwood in theory it would free up I reckon you could free up easily a good million pounds a week in, in battery get rid of Sanchez get rid of Matic get rid of Phil Jones um, but I don't think they're bold enough to do that so unless they gut the squad and give some youth a chance Mason Greenwood coming through for example he's scored 29 in 28 games for the reserves um, and these are the sort of players you need to give them a chance plus add a few elements in there and it's not all doom and gloom if they do that but I don't think they will OK, that's fair enough. Listen, we got you on to talk, first of all, about some Russian football. So, Peter, just give us a rundown of the Moscow club's results this weekend because it really has changed the title race as uh, we were sort of figuring out last week. Well, of course, Dinamo uh, uh, was playing Krylia Severov and won 1-0. Then the boys, Loco, was up uh, CSKA and they tied. Okay. Well, two great teams, of course. Of course. Yeah, I know so. your heart is torn over that, so OK, we'll go on. Yeah, and then, and then Spartak went up... Uh, uh, Yenisei and one two two zero. Okay, um, and okay, so Sp- Spartak winning, but of course the big game, of course, this weekend was Zenit and Krasnodar. Oh yeah, and oh, that was a cracker a team. But, yeah, 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 not a Moscow team, but of course, like top of the table. Yes. But that was an amazing game. Yeah, I, I three I, to two, I believe. Three two, and it was like the Man City game, uh, Tottenham game. We'll speak about that a bit later on with uh, Max in the studio. But I mean, now looking at the league table, okay, the league table. How is it set up, Peter? How is the league table? Zenit are still top, of course. Uh, well, of, co- of course, Zenit is um, on on top right now. But wait, ho- hold up. Okay, I, I'm having some. <laughs> You're having. We're having some technical difficulties. Yes. Um, Andy, so Z- Zenit sitting pretty on top of the pile, and now it's opened up the race between them because Spartak are back in that title race. Well, Spartak certainly aren't. They're trailing. Well, they're on 39 points, and at 51. Um, I can't see Spartak having any chance. I think you can probably rule out CSKA as well. They can't 10 do points behind. Because, like, Alex. Alex no, 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 okay. no. They, they and and Locomotive might do a Wales, uh, <laughs> but they certainly won't do an Italy. Um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely now Zenit's to, to to lose, and they would have to do a very good job of losing it from the position they're in. Okay, all right. So, kind of Spartak are kind of at a Scottish level right now. Uh, y- yeah, level. well, or football really. Okay, <laughs> all right. Take your pick, um, Andrew. That weekend, I mean, it was a big, big weekend of uh, football. Uh, Andy reckons that it's any to, to lose. Do you see anyone kind of like sneaking up? I mean, do Loco have a chance? Have Siska? Have they blown their load? Like, what's going to happen? No, I, I think that really is. That was the result. Um, it, what a cracking game. I think that's possibly the best game I've seen in, since following Russian football. Um, eight points with six points, six games to go. I, I think even Zanit can't do a Zanit now. Uh, or do a Spartak, whichever way your allegiance is like. Um, <laughs> well, of course, but, I mean, um, we, 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 we see that time and again, whereas Zanit then it comes towards winter and like early spring and they yeah. just don't have it. I mean, local, local, of course, tried their best to lose it, the title last year. Um, of course, losing away to uh, Krasnodar, which covered our course on, on Capital Sports. But, I mean, I mean, who, who do you reckon right now is 
is in the best position in terms of the run into the end of the season to get the second Champions League spot? Um, for me, Krasner, um I know Loco have a point advantage. They're in second at the moment. Um, but Krasnodar were, even though they lost that game to Zidane, they still went toe-to-toe, slugging it out. They've got a game changed in there. Loco, for me, don't have enough out-and-out game changers. They've got some very technical players. Um, but when you've got people like Shaka, you've got Ignatius snapping up chances. Um, Victor Klassen running with four is, is a sight to behold when he's on form. Um, I, th- I think Krasnodar will, will get second place in the end. Okay, so Krasnodar. Andy, would you agree with that? Um, I think the the next sort of three weeks will define that. Krasnodar have got a, a tough run of games. They're away at Akmat Grozny, which uh, we, if, if you can ignore the uh, special announcer slash rep- president of the Republic making his uh, speeches over the top of the game, then you've done very well to come away from it with three points from there. <laughs> Uh, they've then got um, who else have they got they've got a tough one uh, CSKA at home and then tricky ones away at the likes of Arsenal Tula Rostov etc um, and CSKA have got home games against the likes of Dynamo Moscow Locomotive similarly have got Ooh. fairly easy uh, home games that you'd expect to pick up point Yenisei and Rostov coming up um, so I think the next three weeks will definitely um, give us a better idea of who's going to be looking at second place or even if first place is still in touch. Okay, that's fair enough. That, and again, it's, it's, it's looking to see how this is going to, how going to play out. Okay, Peter, for next weekend, the Moscow teams, how are they set up for the RPL? Before we do, sorry, just as you're setting up, uh, Andy, um, Lokomotiv right now, and Andrew, this is a question to you as well. Uh, there's so many players who are out of contract and there's some debate over where they're going to stay on, like uh, Manu Fernandes and so on. Um, should, they, should they get rid of Manu Fernandes? Because there are buyers looking. Yeah, I'm asking Andy and Andrew. So, uh, Andy first, what, what do you reckon? Um, I think he's come, into a, come in for a lot of very unfair stick uh, from fans uh, this season. I mean, uh, it's, it's a really tough... He's, he's one of those players that I think is a luxury at times to have in your team because he can make something out of nothing. And then two or three games we've watched in this season, he's been well below par. Ants. Um, and this might be perhaps the last chance that you, you, you get to maybe sign him on for a one-year contract. Otherwise, I mean, he's not going to be worth anything in the, in the transfer window anymore. No, and his agent um, is looking for, for two years. And I don't know if Locomotive should give him the two years. Yeah. That, that would be my... I'd, I'd maybe let him go. Okay, uh, Andrew, what, what do you reckon? Would you agree with Andy? Yeah, I'd go along with that. Um, I'm a big, big fan of him as a player. And I actually agree about the, the criticism. But you look at his age, you look at the, the way Loco have not looked completely out of kilter without him which I was surprised I thought they would look a little, little bit weaker without him but um, you know they've got the like of oh, Dmitry Baranov who can come in in centre midfield um, Kuchoviak I don't think he's blown me away but he's experienced enough and he's got a few years on Fernandes I, I probably would let him go um, okay. if he's demanding two years certainly not ok and uh, just a quick question uh, Xiaomin fire or keep on again I think it's going to be really tough to fire him if he if he gets Champions League football again. Um, I if, if they hadn't won the league last season, I'd have fired him. But it's just becoming more... The, yeah, it's just too difficult to get rid of him at this point. All right. Uh, is he going to stick around like a bad smell, Andrew? Let's say again, sorry. Is he going to stick around? Xiaomi, is he going to stick around? I I, I agree. I, th- I think he'll probably... Um, I think he'll probably stay... Um, Simply because he's he's done the job. Um, I'm not going to compare him to Wenger completely, but if you look <laughs> at the way that Wenger was unreplaceable almost, 
just by qualifying for Champions League is way above what Loco have been used to for a lot of years. So uh, I don't really see how they could find him, to be honest. I hate the tactics, but yeah, he's producing results at the moment. They've yeah. peaked at the right time. Yeah, that is true. That is, that is true. They're doing kind of the opposite of last season when they kind of yeah. fell apart in this period. Okay, Peter, uh, next weekend, of course, we have uh, another round of games in the Russian Premier League. Who have the Moscow teams got and where are they? All right, so on Wednesday, we have Loco going up against Rostov. That's uh, in a cup game, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at seven o'clock. Uh, no, not a cup game? Not a league game Wednesday. But they're playing in the cup as well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's the week. Oh, yeah. That's so the week yeah. after. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, uh, league game on Wednesday against so, Russell. So, so then, the win, win, then we got uh, the goats, uh, CSKA playing against Angie. The goats, uh, the goat, greatest of all time. Go. Oh, I just nice. thought goats because you're Yo, okay. The goats. Uh, at seven thirty. Um, <laughs> then, of course, we got Zenit going up against Dynamo at, at nine o'clock. That's all Ooh, Wednesday. Okay, that's all on Wednesday. That's, that's a huge game. Uh, sorry, go and, ahead. And Peter. then one game on uh, uh, Thursday is Spartak Arsenal. Uh, that's out in Tula, isn't it? Yeah, it's not Tula. It's in Tula. Listen, there are four four big games um, that, are, that are there. Um, Andrew, what what do you reckon? Like, I mean, do Lokomotiv have to have to get to beat in the Rostov at this stage? I, I think this is. This is probably one of their toughest games, probably the toughest game actually, um, arguably to come. Um, if they if they come away with a result in this, then I'd be very impressed. Although what I would say is, in recent weeks, their big games they they seem to have settled for draws. Um, the likes of the um, games, the neat game. Um, I think uh, I can see this being a point, which in itself is not a bad result, but it depends, of course, on how the teams below them do, how Krasnodar do away in Grozny. Um, yeah. But I, I can see them drawing this one. Okay, all right, that, that, that is fair enough. Because, uh, of course, we'll, we'll speak with Max uh, in the fifth segment about those games that come coming midweek because, of course, you've got the Manchester Derby. Uh, Andrew, of course, before we go out to the break and uh, come back with the quiz, I need to ask you, the Derby this week, um, will this be the defining moment of uh, United's season? Can they stop Man City from challenging for the league title? <laughs> Um, I, I, I know it's going to sound like a convenient excuse for me to say it's not a defining moment, but I really don't think it is because City are so far ahead. Our season is petered out completely and the only thing is Champions League qualification. And I still actually think even with the we might still have a chance for that. Um, but there's also the element that we want to stop Liverpool winning the title. Simple as that. So, yeah. um, they, it, it's going to be a City win all over. Listen, would you prefer would you prefer Liverpool to win the title or City to uh, win the title? I never asked you. No, it's a, that's a no-brainer for me. No-brainer for me. I want City to win every day of the week. Um, because Liverpool, I see, as more of a, a long-term challenge. City are a vanity project. They're a soulless club. But Liverpool are just so... I'm jealous of them, I'm being perfectly honest. And that's a hard thing to admit. I mean, that is, that is fair enough because, of course, you know, when they get a bit of a, a wave behind them, all these fairweather followers come out of the woodwork because, I mean, that's how, like, I mean, going up in Ireland, that's how we heard it's like, you're either, when Liverpool doing well, you're a Liverpool fan. When United doing well, you're a Man United fan and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, that, they do have that kind of like uh, latent, is that latent? Kind of like that, that latent kind of followers, uh, group of followers behind them. So, okay. Um, listen, we're going to go into the break. So, Andy, Andy's going to stick around. Uh, we're going to go into the break because we're going to come back with the quiz. So, uh, we are going to, well, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to mention the winner right now, but um, we will ask Laura. Laura, so you're still here. You're putting up with us. I am. Who was the divine ponytail? Was it Baggio or Zidane? The one and only Roberto Baggio. And why is he the one and only? 
He's like he's Chesney Hawks, no? No, just because he's Italian. Because he's Italian. Never, it was never. Dino wasn't his brother. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. So, the, of course, the answer is uh, Roberto Baggio, not Dino Baggio. And we're going to wait to the break because I'm going to play it with a song that I picked especially to set us up for the, the quiz because every single week we're having this quiz and I'm sitting here just going, oh, I don't believe how bad this is. But it's fun in many ways. So we're going out for with you. a song that's a real sports anthem. Uh, it is by a little group called the EMF and this is Unbelievable. Brack after the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. You're unbelievable. 